Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, and welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this podcast, I'm going to continue my discussion with Steve Jones of Fluidra, and we're going to unpack each of the variable speed pumps that they offer one by one to go over the features and some of the reasons you may want to go with one of the VS pumps over another model. And so we spent some time in the previous podcast going over the new Department of Energy regulations that's going to make it mandatory for most consumers upgrade in July of 2021 to variable speed pump. So I thought it would be a good idea to go over the different models of variable speed pumps that Jandy offers. And like I mentioned in the other podcasts, it's really important to me as well as the consumer to know that the Jandy variable speed pumps are backed by a three-year manufacturer warranty. So you know you're buying a high-quality product when you buy a Jandy VS pump. Leslie's Pool Supplies is a proud partner of the Pool Guy podcast show. Leslie's Pool Supplies has been do-it-yourselfers and pool trade professionals' trusted partners since 1963 providing quality products and services to make pool care easy and solutions and expertise to do it right. So I'm joined today again by Steve Jones, and he's the product manager at Fluidra, and he works mainly with the Jandy equipment and specifically the VS pumps. How you doing, Steve? I'm doing great today, David. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing good. And we're going to um, jump right in here. We're going to talk about specifically each VS pump that you offer and so that the installer, the builder, and the consumer could know which pump would be right for them um, we mentioned in the other podcast about the new regulation in 2021, um, but out, besides that point, I think variable speed pumps are the way to go um, with a new build, of course, and if you're upgrading your pump, definitely need to go with a variable speed pump. So let's cover the different models that Jandy makes. So the first one on the list would be your new VS Flow Pro 0.85 and 1.65 horsepower VS pump. You want to uh, tell the listeners more about that one? Yeah, sure. So let me just start off with just in general, our Flow Pro, our Flow Pro lineup is um, is really a smaller compact pump, um, primarily geared towards um, aftermarket replacement. But um, clearly, builders can use it as well um, for the aftermarket. One of the nice things that we do with the Flow Pro is every pump includes a um, a small adjustable base with spacers. So if you're doing an aftermarket replacement, that um, adjustable base allows you to pretty easily line up our pump with uh, the suction side plumbing. Um, to make it nice and convenient from a replacement standpoint. Um, the VS Flow Pro 0.85 and 1.65, those are really our entry-level price point variable speed pumps. Um, the 0.85 is uh, dedicated and only runs at 115 volts. So for those people out there using 115-volt um, power sources, we have a, a, a low-cost entry solution for you. And the 1.65 operates at 230 volts um, dedicated. So uh, you've got some lower entry price points on the, on the Flow Pro at those two horsepower levels. So the consumer that has a single speed pump running off of um, 110 and it's maybe a one horsepower pump, the VS Flow Pro 0.85 would probably be perfect for them, right? Correct, yes. Okay. And then if you have, of course, someone who has a um, higher voltage line, um, it would run at 1.65 horsepower. So if someone has a, you know, attached spa or they have some water features, would that be enough power for that person? 
It really depends on the on the the water features and what their plumbing is like. Um, 1.65 might be a little bit underpowered, but it's certainly possible. I've been out to um, to pools where people have some smaller water features and small smaller waterfalls uh, running the 1.65 with absolutely no problem. Um, you know, Florida is a great example. The pool pad is typically pretty close to the pool, um, so you don't have a long run where you've got to overcome a lot of resistance in the system. Okay, so if you just have a standard single speed pump, you don't really have water features or a spa. And right now you have a one horsepower single speed. The 0.85 would fit right in there. Yep. Okay. And so if you have water features, attached spa, the next pump up would be the VS Flow Pro 1.85. Correct. So the 1.85, this is our VS Flow Pro 1.85 um, uh, DV2A. Um, the DV2A, DV2A, sorry, the DV2A part of the uh, pump model stands for dual voltage, um, two auxiliary relays. So this is the first uh, pump in our lineup that supports both, uh, uh, from a variable speed pump standpoint, that supports both 115 volt and 230 volt voltages. So um, regardless of what your power source is, this, this pump is gonna fit in there. Um, the two auxiliary relays on this pump allows the pump to control other equipment. Um, so really convenient. So it's almost like a built-in um, basic automation system. Um, so there's two relays on it, um, auxiliary relay one, um, basically opens and closes based on the pump speed. So um, at 1750 RPM or higher, that relay is gonna turn on another piece of equipment. Um, so what's nice there is uh, 1750 RPM is a great speed for say like a saltwater chlorinator. Um, so when your pump is above 1750, you have a saltwater chlorination system, that system will turn on and will generate chlorine. As long as that pump is over 1750 RPM, it's still from a variable speed pump standpoint, a great energy saving speed. It's half speed. You're saving almost 90% on your energy bill by operating at that speed. Um, and then auxiliary relay two on, uh, on these pumps, um, those op those turn off and on at 2250 RPM. So this is great for like a booster pump or even say like a solar heating system where you need higher speeds to overcome the restriction. Um, so, you know, if you, if you got a really basic pool and you want to add salt water chlorination or do solar heating on your, on your roof, um, you don't need to buy a really expensive automation system. You have a really nice entry-level automation system by using the, uh, the relays on the DV2A pumps. And that would work also for a, a cleaner booster pump, right? The relay number two, auxiliary Correct. relay two. Correct. Yeah. Bo uh, cleaner booster pumps, solar heating system, anything where you just need a, a little bit higher speed to overcome restriction in the system. Okay. And I guess we'll just back up. So the DV stands for dual voltage and 2A is two auxiliaries on that particular pump. And also with the ones that we're going to talk about next. Exactly. Yes. Okay. And then, um, so a lot of times I get people that tell me that they have a pump, a single speed pump and a salt system already at their, on their pad and what they don't have automation and what what pump would i recommend so this pump would be perfect for that consumer that has already an existing salt system because otherwise they'd have to get a separate timer for that right exactly so uh, a separate timer separate you know another thing to control another thing where you need to sync up the on off times so by having it kind of paired with the pump and getting controlled by the pump it's uh it's foolproof you're not going to turn on that salt system without the pump running um, yeah it's I guess uh, we can just explain that that you mentioned that the auxiliary relay won't turn on unless it gets to a certain speed. So if they have the salt system connected on auxiliary one, when that pump gets to 2100 RPM, that salt system will turn on. But if they're running it less than that, at like 1700, it wouldn't come on, right? Correct. Okay, so it's like an on-off switch based on the speed of the pump. Mm -hmm. That's exactly the, the easiest way to put it. It's like turning on a light switch. 
Yeah, I think that's really convenient for people that already have an existing equipment pad with a single speed pump and a salt uh, system or a booster pump with a cleaner attached to it. Um, it's a great, great feature. So the next level up would be the VS Flow Pro 2.7 DV2A. You want to go over some features on that one? Yeah, so um, again, it's our Flow Pro wet end, so it's a nice compact pump. Um, we actually did a, a, you know, the biggest, the biggest thing on this launch, we launched this back in October of last year. Um, there was a previous model of our VS Flow Pro 2.7 that we're phasing out. Um, but the DV2A model, we've improved the hydraulic performance by, um, by 20% over the previous design. So, um, at that price point and that size, it's, uh, pretty much if, when I talk to aftermarket people, when they say, Hey, if there's one pump I'm going to carry in my truck or have back at my warehouse, what pump should I have? I say, if you're aftermarket, you want to be carrying that VS Flow Pro 2.7, it's going to be able to replace and fit in for probably 90% of the, uh, the single speed pumps that you'll find out there in pool pads. And then um, the dual voltage, if it's running on a 110 breaker, what would be the maximum horsepower of that one? Um, I want to say it's going to come in at about uh, 1.85. So um, this is going to be a little bit maybe too technical for some people, but um, I'm going to use the term D rating. So um, variable speed pumps on the market that operate on dual voltage, most of them typically, um, when you get above 3,000 RPM, um, because the pump is generating more heat um, in the in the components in the variable speed drive, um, over 3,000 RPM is going to be generating too much heat. So the firmware in the pump limits the speed at what that that pump can operate. So if you're running one, if you're running 230 volts, you're going to get full performance. If you're running 115 volts, you will get full performance up to 3,000 RPM. Above 3,000 RPM, it basically limits itself so that you don't overheat and damage the components. Um, you just, you just reminded me of something really important to mention on the, on the VS flow pro 1.85. And that is, uh, the only, uh, that one, um, you get the same performance at 115 or 230 volts. So this is the only dual voltage variable speed pump at that horsepower rating in the market where you're going to get the same performance at 115 or, or 230. So, um, nice feature there. Yeah. That's really important because if someone has a 1.5 horsepower, um, pump and they don't really think they need the 2.7 horsepower they would get the 1.85 and it would work perfectly fine with them on either voltage of course there's not too many 1.5 horsepower pumps on 115 volts but um, if someone were comparing uh, the consumers like to compare the horsepower rating and the need for 2.7 what would be like some some needs for that 2.7 horsepower if you wanted to run maybe multiple features or if the spa was further away from the equipment pad yeah, so the, the 2.7 is going to be fun for running spa jets, running um, deck jets, running waterfalls. Um, it's really a, a, a great pump. Um, you know, we have uh, we have a lot of employees uh, at, at Jandy that have their own pools, and they were running the previous version of the of the 2.7. And when they um, we came out with the DV2A version with the improved performance, um, you know, we we had people put them on their pools, um, you know, several years ago to start testing them to see how they operated. And every single employee came back and, and uh, had a couple of observations. Number one, they said everything on their pool just simply ran better. Um, spa jets were, were a little bit uh, more forceful. Deck jets, uh, they got better action on them um, and so forth. And then um, from a sound standpoint, um, even they, they noticed a, a drastic decrease in, in sound due to our new motor design. Um, so a lot of positive aspects on that VS Flow Pro 2.7. Yeah, and then we can also mention that they're all they're all the uh, water sealed uh, pumps. All the ones you mentioned are the TFC pumps, right? 
Correct. They're all totally enclosed and cooled motors, so they're they're well protected from the from the elements, uh, dust and water. Um, and um, they all feature also um, the again. This is on specific to our DV2A models. The uh, the TEFC motor is actually um, what we call a zero clearance TEFC motor. Um, most motors out in the market um, that are TEFC, they pull in the cooler air from the back of the of the motor. Um, so if you're in really tight spaces and you put a typical TEFC motor up against a foundation or a fence, you're going to overheat that motor because it's not getting sufficient airflow. Our zero clearance TEFC motors pull in the cooler air from the sides of the of the drive um, from the fan. So you're regardless of how tight it is up against a, a tight space, you're going to get sufficiently uh, sufficient flow for cooling. Before we touch on the VS uh, Plus HP, um, what about the guys out there that have service accounts or maybe um, owners of Airbnbs or rent rentals? Is there a way to install the variable speed pump to where you can set it to where the you know part-time renter uh, for an Airbnb or a tenant doesn't have to adjust the RPMs and and fiddle with it? Um, yeah, so that's a, a great great question. Um, so we have on the on the the new DV2A pumps, we have something called a dry contact um, dry contacts. Um, what that allows people to do is instead of um, needing to use a programmable controller of some sort, um, we have four predetermined speeds. Um, and you could do something as simple as on a, on a basic automation system where it's just a relay that uh, that opens and closes. Um, before, maybe it was a single speed pump that was on that relay. And when the relay closed, it supplied power to the pump and the pump turned on. Well, with variable speed pumps, you really want constant power. Um, but what you can do is if you replace that single speed pump, um, you basically hardwire the pump inside the automation can um, so that the pump always has power. And then that relay that you used to use to turn the pump off and on, you can actually just run a, a basic 22, 24 gauge wire out, um, connect into these dry contacts, and then you select speed one, two, three, or four. And uh, the variable speed pump will, will simply turn off and on at the speed that you select. So if you run, run it at 1750 RPM, that's an option. If you want to run it at full speed, that's an option as well. And if you're a renter or uh, you've got a homeowner that really doesn't want to complicate the system, it's a nice convenient way to let them um, operate the pump without risk of them turning the speed too high or too low and causing damage to the uh, to the equipment. Yeah, and I think that's a great feature for maybe if you have an elderly relative or your parents are older and you in, the, in 2021, they have to upgrade to rail speed pump. So to have that option is just to put the variable speed pump in there, but kind of run it like a single speed pump. So it takes all the, the fiddling with the speeds and all that out of the equation. Absolutely. You've got people who are just used to off and on and they just want off and on without any complications. And this is a nice way to do it. Yeah, I think that's a great option. So what's the difference between the VS Flow Pro 2.7 and the VS Plus HP 2.7? So the, um, the VS Plus HP 2.7, it's also a dual voltage, two auxiliary relay um, system. Um, but the Plus HP wet end um, is, a, is a bit bigger. We call it a, um, a mid-size wet end. So it's, uh, it's kind of a hybrid between an aftermarket pump and a builder pump. It's popular with both of those, uh, with customers that are in both of those areas. Um, some of the nice uh, features um, different than the VS Flow Pro is because you're stepping up to a larger wet end, you're getting a larger pump basket. Um, so the pump basket on the VS Flow Pro is 40% um, larger than one of the best-selling pumps out there in the in the industry. Um, I won't I won't um, say the name, but um, we've shown through our own testing that that 40% larger basket 
when it gets under debris load, it's going to um, it's going to continue to operate efficiently where that smaller basket and some of the competitor pumps are going to get clogged up. And if the um, homeowner or the pool pro um, doesn't clean up that basket in time, you're going to get insufficient flow of water and you're likely going to potentially have your uh, your pool water either uh, become unsanitary or even turn green. So the larger pump basket is a, is a great feature, um, great, great, great selling tool. Um, for uh, for the pump efficiency, and then it also comes with two by two and a half inch unions. So what that means is um, you can either connect in two inch PVC plumbing through a with the slip fitting, or if you have a two and a half inch coupler, you can use two and a half inch plumbing as well. Um, so those are the key differences between the the VS Flow Pro and the Plus HP. Um, just a, a larger pump wet end um, that operates more efficiently and gives you that larger pump basket. So it's like the big brother to the Flow Pro 2.7. Exactly. Got it. Um, and so for the builder, specifically, you have a couple pumps that the builder can actually put in. And these are the e-pumps. These are the ones that if you're starting from scratch with no need to fiddle with a tight equipment pad, the builder can put in the e-pump. And is that the one you suggest mainly for the builders to install? Yes, yeah, it's, it's very popular with builders, um, especially if you're a high-end builder. Um, you know, some pools out there, average price, $50,000. And um, I'm sure you've seen that as well, David, but you've got some pools out there that are $200,000, $300,000. I think if you're spending that kind of money, the last thing you want to do is look at your pool pad and see a small small pool pump, right? You want something that looks rugged, looks durable. So that's our e-pump. If you have a a blank slate on a pool pad, it's a great pump. Um, It's the pump basket. I mentioned the pump basket on the Plus HP. The pump basket on the e-pump is uh, probably double the size. So it's really efficient to run. It's really quiet, um, and it's it's built durable and it's built rugged and it's built tough. Yeah, so that's like the bigger bigger brother of the VS Plus HP. It is like the Papa Bear. Yeah, and so that one, um, you know, of course a homeowner can actually install that too if they have an automated system, an Aqualink. But typically, it's it's the equipment pads here in California. It's hard to squeeze one of those in there, and the uh, Flow Pro is the most low profile of all the pumps you have, right? Correct. Yeah. So I always picture the VS Flow Pro, great for aftermarket, a lot of flexibility, nice and compact. Plus HP, smack dab right there in the middle. Um, you can use it in the aftermarket. You can use it as a new build. And then the e-pump is really that, uh, that like I said, the Papa Bear to use in, in new, new, new builds. So the easiest way for the consumer to get one of these pumps installed is to probably have um, either the pool professional or the pool store come out to their equipment pad and they can see their voltage. They can also see where, how far the, you know, the water features are in the spa. And from that, they can probably help the customer decide which of these pumps is best for their need, right? Correct. Yeah. There's, there's a lot that goes into um, selecting the pool pump. You don't want it to be oversized. You don't want it to be undersized. Um, and uh, let's be honest, most pool owners, they want to enjoy their pool. They don't want to be tackled by uh, equipment decisions. So we always uh, suggest to consumers that they rely on their pool pro. Um, they're almost they're they're the prescriber. They're like your medical doctor when you've got a health issue. Well, when you've got a, a pool equipment issue, the pool pro um, knows best. They see hundreds of pools, um, and they know all the ins and outs. So uh, we always say rely on your dealer to come out um, and recommend the best uh, the best equipment for your pool pad. And I'm gonna say that I really like the dual voltage aspect of the Jandy pumps. And I think for me the game changer for most people upgrading to a VS pump would be the auxiliaries because if you have a salt system or if you think about adding one or if you have a cleaner pump or a booster pump, 
with those relays, it just eliminates a lot of installation headaches. You don't have to have another intermatic time clock or two intermatic time clocks plus the VS pump, and you don't have to synchronize the on time of the VS pump with those equipments um, attached to it. So I think, to me, the auxiliary relays are one reason why I would just suggest going with Jandy. Yeah, it's a great selling feature. It's great, great convenience feature. Yeah, and then, of course, the auxiliary relays work with other manufacturer equipment. So if they have a different brand salt system than the Jandy, it'll still connect to the auxiliary relay. I should say that so that people know that. Yeah, absolutely. There's no reason why you can't use um, any piece of equipment that you want. There's nothing that says it needs to be Jandy. Okay, and then there's no – is there any – before I end, is there any caution about the auxiliary relays? What would be something that you couldn't connect to it? Um, you know, one thing that people ask a lot, and it's not that you technically can't do this, this but – we recommend against it. People always say, can I run my heater through the auxiliary relay? And um, the one of the things that, and like, I know that people do it. Um, we actually train the correct way to do it. And uh, we have a, something called Zodiac Academy where they discuss the best way to do this. But one of the risks with a heater is um, you typically, when, they, when the heater is no longer um, producing heat, um, you typically still want flow going through it to l allow it to cool down. If you connect the heater through the auxiliary relay, um, when the pump turns off, the heater shuts off immediately. So it's not going to have that cooler water coming through for a cool down period. So it's um, it can be done. We simply recommend that, hey, if you're running your heater through it, um, make sure that when you go from, say, 1750 RPM, it just doesn't go from a, an on to an off state. You would go from 1750 RPM down to, say, 1500 RPM. So that you're still having water run through that heater and you're you're allowing it to cool down to protect that heater. That that heater is an expensive piece of equipment and we wouldn't want to see things damaged by using it. Um, so there's ways to do it. You just need to be smart about it. Got it. Yeah, that's a good good point there. And maybe Jandy can come up with another relay that would uh, throttle down the pump and allow the heater to turn off um, and still have flow going through there. But that's probably another another engineering feat, right? Exactly. Yeah. There's a there's a lot that goes into that. Yeah, so I thank you for your time, and I think you've really helped the consumer and also the installer and builder kind of pinpoint which VS pump to put into the customer's equipment pad to give them the best option as far as going forward now, and also in July 20th, 2021 is when they're going to change the, the law there, correct? Yeah, so um, basically, um, you know, just a, a summary is uh, after July, uh, July 18th of 2021, um, we will no longer be able to, um, and, and nobody in the U.S. Um, manufacturer will be able to manufacture or import pumps that that don't meet certain um, energy efficiency standards. So there are some lower horsepower single speed pumps that will still be available, but for the most part, one horsepower, one and a half horsepower and above is going to need to be variable speed. So it's good that people get familiar with it, and you, know, you can tell from this that these uh, questions and answers that we've had that there's a lot of value in um, in variable speed pumps over single speed. So um, it's good to get on board now. Yeah, well, thanks for taking the time to record these with me, Steve. Hey, it's been my pleasure. And to learn more about the variable speed pumps that we're covering in this podcast, go to jandy.com, scroll over to residential, and then click on pool pump, and all the VS pumps that we talked about in this podcast will be displayed for you. You can read about all the features of each pump individually. So I hope you found that podcast helpful and the different variable speed models offered by Jandy. I can vouch for their reliability and their ease of use. I have two Jandy VS Flow Pros. I have the 2.7 horsepower Flow Pro connected as my main pump, and then I have a 1.65, their older version of that, connected to my water feature. 
So I'm running my pool with two of their VS pumps, and I can say that they're extremely reliable, they're extremely quiet, and they're extremely efficient. And I know Steve mentioned that the newer models are even quieter and more flow efficient. So I think there's no reason not to look at the Jandy pumps as a great option. And if you're a pool service pro or a pool star owner, I think you can really appreciate the fact that Jandy doesn't sell their VS pump online so that the consumer has to go through you. And it's also beneficial for the consumer so they can actually get the right pump for their equipment pad. So it's a win-win for the pool service provider and the homeowner as well. And if you're looking for more resources for your pool care, definitely check out my website, swimmingprolearning.com. I have a lot of great web pages there, plus an ebook available for $9.99. If you are in the industry and you're starting out and want to enhance your business, check out my coaching program at poolguidecoaching.com. A lot of great benefits there, including a discount on your general liability insurance and the ability to call and text me in real time. To learn more about that, you can go to poolguidecoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.